Hello and welcome to another episode of Is It Rotten? I am your host, Edward V, and today I'll be discussing The Commuter. This movie is kicking off the new format where I'll be watching 2018 movies chronologically and reviewing them compared to their Rotten Tomatoes aggregate. Uh, the Commuter has a runtime of an hour and 45 minutes. The director is Jom, I don't even know, Colette Sarah, I, I don't, okay, alright, <laughs> Uh, starring Liam Neeson, Vera Farmiga, Farmiga, excuse me, uh, Patrick Wilson, Jonathan Banks. It's, it's a bunch of other people in this movie too, but those are the ones I'm gonna name. So, the plot summary: An insurance salesman slash ex cop is caught up in a criminal criminal conspiracy during his daily commute home, and that's 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 pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> I, mean, I, I guess it's. A, I guess that's what a summary is, right? Yeah. That, like, okay. <laughs> so, the current percentage on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie is a fifty-seven percent from the critics and a forty from the viewers. So, with this new format, I was hoping to at least start off with you know something good and you know something light. And I went to look at the <laughs> look at the percentages for this movie and saw they were riding. I'm like, well, maybe next time. Maybe I'll catch a good one next time. But, with that said, why don't we go ahead and get started. So, I'm going to go ahead and drop a spoiler warning here. Uh, I mean, I guess there's mild spoilers, but there are also important plot details and stuff that I discuss here. So, uh, this movie starts with this rapid cut montage thing of multiple days basically showing you the daily life for the family and it's a bit hard to follow and then after all that happy setup they do uh where they try to do rather it's seven minutes into the movie and Liam Neeson gets laid off his job (laughs) and shortly after that his wife calls and he just doesn't tell her right away that he got laid off for reasons I guess um and as if things weren't already bad when he's on the uh, train platform getting ready to go home, uh, he gets his wallet stolen by just some guy, by a pickpocket that walks by. Because enough bad things have not already happened so far. So while you're um, while he's on the train, a surplus of potentially suspicious things happen until Vera Farmiga sits down. And starts talking to Liam Neeson and gives him the whole money ultimatum thing that you see in the trailers for the movie. Basically, she off she tells him that in the restroom there's like twenty five thousand dollars, and that he'll get another seventy five thousand if he finds the one person on the train that doesn't belong and has some information in their bag that need, that they they stole. So, with that information. She gets off the train, and uh, he goes to the restroom to look for the money or whatever, and he finds the money, and at that point, everything, uh, he decides to try to figure out who this person on the train is that has the stolen property in their bag. Um, during the whole cutting around and showing all the potentially suspicious stuff, it was just, it was just like, all right. All right, calm down. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just, I'll just continue on here. So a stranger gets on the train and gives Liam an envelope 
with his wife's wedding ring in it, letting him know that they are watching whoever they are. And so Liam finds one of the regular commuters. He writes a note on the newspaper telling him, you know, to talk to the police and tell them what's going on. And somehow they are tipped off to that and end up killing that guy. Like somebody pushes him. He after he gets off the bus, he goes to try to talk to the police, and somebody in the and somebody in the crowd pushes him in front of an oncoming bus, and he dies. So <laughs> they keep going, keep trucking through this movie. And I made a note here. I feel like it, it says this this movie feels like it's trying to be one of those movies that you rewatch a couple times and catch something new each time you watch it, but it's just it's not pulling that off very well, in my opinion. But 30, 38 minutes in, and I can just feel like this isn't a good movie. Like, it's it's really boring. It keeps trying to give me this fake suspense, and it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just tiring. I didn't, it, it, it didn't feel like a good movie. It just felt dumb. So, events continue on, and Liam finds the body of a dead, of the dead body of one of the guys that he thought was the holder of the suspicious bag and comes to find out that he's a federal agent that and they had him killed because um because he tagged excuse me because he tagged the wrong person okay whatever uh <laughs> this movie seems to become increasingly more stupid as it goes on it's just it's trying to be smarter than it actually fit than it actually is and it it's failing quite miserably as things uh as as the movie progresses so as i'm watching this movie and liam neeson is doing things that are making me really see how old he's gotten compared to i don't, I don't remember how long ago taken was but just compared to the first taken movie and this movie is just like wow he's gotten kind of old <laughs> so there's the sequence where he has to run after the train um because he ends up under it at some point and needs to get back onto it and just you can just see how old he's gotten by the way he's running. It's, it's just my goodness. So after he gets back on the train, his bag gets stuck on a screw, and the bag rips, and the twenty five thousand that he collected from the restroom at the beginning of the movie scatters, scatters to the wind, and he only manages to grab a single hundred dollar bill. So at this point, I would have just gotten off the train, man. He had. To <laughs> He still had the chance to get the other seventy five thousand, but it doesn't it doesn't seem worth it. I mean, I guess they still could have killed his family or whatever if he got off the train, but I mean whatever. So at this point there are two more stops left for Liam Neeson to identify the person with the bag, and there's still fifty three minutes left in this movie. And I'm just like, man, what the heck else is going to happen in this movie? So in order to get everyone in one place, Liam Neeson breaks the uh, the train air condition so that everyone has to get in the last car of the train. And then he sits down with one of the regular commuters and some other guy that are playing cards, and he tells he tells his grand plan. And that that scene was actually pretty cool. The way the one cool scene in this movie so far, and it's like freaking an hour into the movie. Um, and like I said, that's that's that scene was pretty cool. The way he he explained it and everything. But again, the one cool scene an hour into the movie. <laughs> so everyone, everyone in the car hears him saying his plan out loud. And one person, after he gets done talking, he gets up and changes cars. So Liam Neeson follows him, and it turns out that he's working with Vera Farmiga. And 
okay, whatever. So they start having this, this full out fight and like, I'm talking gunshots going off and everything and no one hears it. No one comes running. No one comes to check and see, okay, what are these gunshots that I just heard in the next car? Uh, it's just, it's just stuff like this is just like, really? Just, you couldn't bring, uh, so after he pushes that guy out of the window and he gets killed by an oncoming train, he goes back into the last train car and notices only one person left that's not a normal commuter. So he pulls it that and she's she's a nurse. So he pulls a gun on her to try to give her to to get her to give him um her phone. And what do you know? <laughs> she's actually not the person he's looking for. So it's whatever. And then after he, you know, realizes, he goes back in his mind and he realizes who the last person actually is. So when he finds finds out who he's looking for, obviously he doesn't kill her. So Vera Farmiga calls him and tells him that everyone on the train is going to die now. And at this point, I'm wondering, how does she still know what's going on? Like, the, the guy that, the last guy that died was the last agent that was working with her. So she doesn't have an inside man reporting to her anymore. So how does she still know what's going on on the train unless she has like listening devices or cameras or something on the train? Like, I don't see how else she would know what's going on. But I don't know. Maybe I don't know. They didn't. Maybe they didn't think about that. I don't know. Whatever. So they try uh, pulling the brake. But the something an explosive goes explosive goes off, kills the engineer, destroys the brakes, and Liam Neeson has the idea to try to detach the last car to try to save everyone. Uh, so during that whole sequence, during the whole detaching the car sequence, the front of the train collides with this like concrete post, and the impact slings Liam Neeson across a gap to land safely conveniently on the last car because as they're disconnecting it like the 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 last car gets stuck on stuck onto the car in front of it by a chain so he has to jump from the last car to the other car and try to break the chain and then after he breaks the chain that's when the front of the car collides and then it shoots him back to safety onto the last car i'm just like really it's like you've got to be kidding me it's uh at this point, there's still like freaking 30 minutes left in the movie. I'm just like, oh, Jesus, when is this movie gonna end? So after after all of that, he talks to the to the praying girl, or the, you know, and he finds out that dirty cops killed someone for the information that she has. And um, obviously, he's like, okay, I'm gonna protect you. So after the 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 last car stops and crashes or whatever, everybody's fine. The police come and they send Patrick Wilson in which is his his friend that he had a drink with from the beginning of the movie. And they send him in to talk to the hostages or whatever, try to get hostages from the train because he's cool with Liam Neeson. And as soon as they make the call to send that guy, I knew that he's the one that was the dirty cop. I mean, if I'm being honest, I knew it was him from the moment they introduced him at the beginning of the movie because that's how obvious this movie is. And that's how not smart this movie is like, it's trying so hard to be smart and trying so hard to misdirect you that it just kind of blatantly telegraphs what's coming. So Liam Neeson ends up getting the police marker because they put a little marker on his vest. Um, so they he ends up on Patrick Wilson's vest rather, 
and he ends up getting the marker off his vest, and the the snipers end up shooting Patrick Wilson instead. And everybody gets off the train safely. Liam Neeson gets hired as a cop again, and everyone lives happily ever after the end. So this movie is incredibly stupid and convoluted, and personally, I'd say skip it. Uh, I kept checking the time to see how much was left of the movie, and it was just too much every time I checked, even down to the last few minutes. It just it wasn't good, so I'd certainly say it was rotten. So my recommend this week, uh, I'm going to recommend that you check out the the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. That's the one I've seen so far. I haven't watched the Hulu one yet, so that might end up being my next week's recommend. But the things they show and unearth about the Fire Festival are pretty crazy. It's a, it's a good watch. Uh, before I close, I just want to re- remind you guys about the spinoff or like rather branch off of podcast of the podcast called Taylor Made. That I'll be starting next month with my friend Taylor, where I'm going to uh, make her watch a bunch of movies, and we're going to sit down and talk about them. It'll only be done a couple times a month, and I'll let you know ahead of time when the episode is going to air. So in closing, if you like this episode, feel free to leave a five-star review and leave a comment. When we get enough comments, I'll go through and read the comments on the podcast. I'm now on Stitcher, if that's your preferred podcast app. You can also tell Alexa to play Is It Rotten Podcast if you're at home, and she'll queue it up for you, and it'll start from the newest episode and go backwards. Um, as I've put, as always, I've put the link to the Rotten Tomatoes page in the show notes. If you want to look into the movie, you can follow me on Twitter at Is It Rotten Cast on Instagram at difficult.productions, D-I-F-F-I-K-U-L-T dot productions, or email me at isitrotten at gmail.com. I hope you'll join me next week when I'll be discussing Proud Mary. Uh, Paddington 2 also came out that week, but I haven't seen the first movie yet, so I'll get to that when I've seen the first movie. So until next Wednesday, have a great week, and may the force be with you.